Lucky Boys Podcast. So what you're saying is IAB is more corrupt than the the cops that they're investigating? Yes. Oh, sh- So what? He, he, yes. So he, here's the thing, right? Um, we end up arresting Yam and um, Sung for um, the corruption and getting paid off, right? And stuff like that. Uh, how we tie that was we got Jimmy to flip, right? So Jimmy started paying me off and stuff like that. We logged it. We, we put the, all the evidence in and stuff like that. You were on payroll? For, yes. Off um, the books? Right. right. I, I was on payroll and I, I vouchered all the money with internal affairs. They're, they're the ones that coordinate things. I even got drugs from this guy. In were uniform. you scared at any given moment where like they flipped the script on you? No, so here, here who, who internal affairs? Anyone, yeah. Where no, no, no. Well, became... at, that, at that time, internal affairs was still playing. We're the good guys, type of thing, right? Okay. We're here, so you had no reason to doubt them, right? And then um, <clears throat> with, with Jimmy, um, mind you, wait, hold on. But before we go for that, I mean, because I can't hold the suspense. Like, so eventually, <laughs> Jimmy got caught. But where is he now? Is he like in jail? He's, no, or? he's out free, doing his thing, full blown. What do you mean full blown? Like, is he still a police officer? No, Jimmy. Jimmy is the karaoke owner. Oh uh, no, no, um, who's a, a Sung? Oh, Sung and, and Yam. Yeah, they Sung is not a police officer anymore. Yam is not a police officer anymore. But boy, I need a drink. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna save what their punishment was for the end. Because you're going to be mind-blown. This is a fucking movie. I, can't, I, like, I am on the edge so, of my seat right so listen, here. Listen, you're going to be mind-blown. It's blown. so suspenseful right here. So, I'm like, We got Jimmy to pay me off, right? And Jimmy's the character where he's an opportunist, right? So we knew, you know, they asked me, who do you think will be most likely to flip? Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, right? So that's why we targeted Jimmy to pay me off and stuff like that. When you say flip, you mean like rat other people right. out. And to become an informant. Yeah. Right. So now here's the thing, though, right? Mind you, for me to build this trust with, with these people, I had to pretend to be... Um, just as bad. Just as bad, if mm-hmm. not worse, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I had to be condescending to, to women that in that industry. I had to be... Because a lot of these gangster cops, you're, like, treating them as a piece of meat. Right. Because if, right? if, if you act like you're nice, it's going to send a major red flag. Right. It's, it's, they're going to be like, Steve's too soft for this. We can't bring him to the inner circle. That or, yeah, I, I don't trust this guy. Right. So, so this is how, how the NYPD uh, circles are, right? So you have the outer circle, which is normal cops, which is like maybe 80%. Um, yeah, about 80%, right? Let's say 80%. The 80, that 80%. Are they even aware of any of this shit? Some of them... <clears throat> Some of them um, don't know about the other circles, right? So, all everyone knows there's another circle within that outer circle, which is people who know people, okay. have connections. We call them people who have hooks, mm-hmm. right? That's another circle. Then you have the inner inner circle, which is the dirty, corrupt bad cops that ruin everything and control everything right and that's the inner core and that inner core controls the whole department what yes so it's like if you need a hook or whatever because how did how they gain favor from these higher um upper brass upper brass whatever is oh you know chief uh these 
community leaders, they're having a dinner, you know, you want to come to the dinner or whatever. And then these community leaders, they control the neighborhood because they pay politicians off and stuff like that. And they control stuff. And then now the, the, the upper brass are thinking, oh, you know, I could get promoted faster if I play nice with this community, right? So like the Jewish people that, that gave diamonds and stuff like that to chiefs and stuff, right? They, that would be like the Asian gangsters that control the Asian neighborhoods, right? And they're the ones that push people up and stuff like that in the neighborhood. And, you know, they rally for politicians, do fundraisers and stuff. So the politicians are going to, like, help, you know, who they want, right? So let's say they go, oh, we want um, Thomas Chan, right? Let's say because he's retiring. I'm just using his name, right, mm-hmm. as an example. He, mm-hmm. No way was he involved, right? But I'm just using his name as an example. They'll be like, oh, we want Thomas Chan to be the commanding officer of, you know, 109 Precinct, right? And then they tell the politicians. The politicians be like, okay, cool. We'll pull Thomas Chan in. Now, Thomas Chan is thinking, oh, these people have power, right? I need to get nice with them. If I need something done, I could ask them. They could get it done for me, right? And then they get in tied with them. And now with the Chinese culture, it's easier to get corrupted because um, in our culture, Chinese New Year's, you get red envelopes, right? So lucky, you can wash money a lot easier. Right, lucky money. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you know, let's say you, 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 you work in the, a steady sector, right, a steady neighborhood, and you know the store owners and stuff, and it's Chinese New Year. Oh, you know, Gong Shi Fa Tai, you know, here, here you go, happy Chinese New Year. And he's like, no, 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 I can't take that. No, I can't take that. Oh, no, but it's bad luck if you don't take it. You know, right. you don't want to insult the person, so right. you take it. And then that becomes a regular thing. And then sometimes, like, when you come into the restaurant, they're like, oh, don't worry, because a lot of Chinese are pro cops, right? You come into the restaurant, it's like, oh, don't worry, don't worry, you know, no pay, don't worry. Yeah, you know, Chinese are very pro cop. Right. So it's like, oh, I'm getting free. Free dinner here, getting free dinner there. And then it becomes a relationship, right? Because you're like, oh, these people, they do the right thing all the time and so forth and so on. So you, you're you nice to them because they, they take care of you. And then the, one day it becomes, oh, you know, um, I got a ticket last time, right? Can you help me with that? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you know, this guy does the right thing. Yeah, I'll t- I know the cop. I'll talk to him for you, right? And then next time you don't get tickets or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or he take care of that ticket or something. You know what I mean? Right. So then it becomes Then they got you Right Then it becomes Hey That's just the way gangsters work Right Exactly That's how The gang But the thing is A lot of these gangsters now They're They have legit businesses Yep Right And they use that As their front And then it's like Oh you know um, Come hang out You know when you're off one day Let's go hang out Let's go drink Let's go grab a drink And then now you're hanging out With them Drinking with them Say, oh yeah, you know, this is Chinese culture. Don't worry, you know, get a girl. You know, whatever, don't worry, I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. Now you're getting free girls, free drinks. Now on the side, he's like telling, you know, um, the owner or the mommy, hey, look, he's a cop, take care of him. Make sure the girl goes home with him and takes care of him. And then now this cop is thinking, oh, I got lucky. Oh, yo, you know, and then they come out and it becomes more and more loose, more and more wild. And it's like, oh, you know, I have partnership in here, you know. Oh, you're making not, you're not making enough money for your family and kids. Don't worry. I'll give you partnership, you know. But since it's our business together now, you know, we have to make sure that our business thrives. Right. Right? So, so these underground businesses <laughs> find ways to lure cops. Yes. Yes. Right. So even internal fears, the people, my handlers, mm-hmm. right. When they did an inspection at the um, one of the karaoke's, they said, "Oh, I could see why Yam and 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 Sung like to hang out there all the time." When we were hanging out there, the girls, 
right? Were telling us, oh, when we're when we're off or whatever, come by and have a drink. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these girls look good, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you know, we were tempted. Mm-hmm. Like if we didn't know anybody, we would have been, you know, there hanging out with the girls, drinking. You know, because those girls are professionals on making you feel special, <clears throat> right? They're they're extremely good at courting men, and right, like you could be ugly, nasty, <laughs> lonely, whatever you f- you whatever you're insecure about, yeah. they will throw it down and make you feel like you're the sexiest man alive, right? And, and, that and they then, really like you, and they love to have fun with you, and then they'll they'll always come up with some kind of sad story. Draw you in, yeah. And seduce like, you into the style. Why, yeah, lifestyle. the reason why I'm doing this because my parents are sick. I'm taking care of my parents. I'm sending money back to my country, so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. Back to the nitty gritty. Back to the nitty gritty. We we end up um, getting a good amount from Jimmy, and we flipped them. I'm not even getting into how bad IB almost messed up mm-hmm. my operation. And and for those that still are uh, listening, Jimmy is one of the karaoke owners. Karaoke owners, well, yeah. one of the primary ones that uh, IEB zeroed in on. Right. Okay. And he also sells drugs and deals with the prostitution in his karaoke's. So he uses karaoke's to push his drugs and the prostitution as a front. As a front, right? Well, it's part of the business, right? right. Because it's like you go there, people want to get high and having a good time. He has the you know the mommies or the waiter waiters whatever selling the drugs to the customers, mm-hmm. and then you know when they get high they when the girl they they go with they want to take it home, right, and so forth and so on and have a good time. So <clears throat> the other bad part I wanted to mention was keep in mind I'm out there by myself. Okay, so Jimmy's crew. Um, it's the same crew that had the bus wars in Chinatown. Oh, really? Yeah. With the FJs? With the FJs. Because he's FJ. Shit. Jimmy's FJ. Oh, right. so, so he's highly connected. Yeah. So that, I, that, that crew. So FJs, guys, if you're listening, it's a, it's a Fujianese. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a. It's a Providence in China. In China. Right. It was a, a poverty um, area, but it, it's actually very rich now. Right. And um, the, the, there's the, like the, a lot of farmlands there right? and, and, and right. villages. Well, they, 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 I think they export um, steel and stuff like that too. Not like yeah, each province in China now metal. they specialize in some sort of export. <laughs> right. Whether it's jewelry, steel, right. or uh, microchips, or right. so with, medicine. With, with yeah. all the development that's going on, they, they made a lot of money with the steel and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the bus wars I mentioned is because these are the people that. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about where they cut people up and they put them in a suitcase. And yeah, that was a that. huge story back in the day. They cut yeah. someone right. up, uh, put them in a suitcase, left them in the middle of the East Broadway, discovered in the morning. Right. right. So, so there's but three, they left the head out. Right. So right. there's three major crews, right? Um, one is the the Fujinese and people with the bus wars and stuff like that. It's all Fujinese now. And then the other crew is like kind of like a, a construction company front real estate development like it's oh they're not even chinese no they are oh they are they are but they're not they're, they? also, they're also i think fujianese winzonese the real estate one is going legit they're making a lot of money you know through right. construction they, they're going legit so it's kind of like they're they're leaving the underground right so they're they're going with the smart money as the right. safe right <clears throat> but the karaoke's that's still their money and they have to stay on the ground to make money mm-hmm. right 
So back, many layers. Going back to, there's three major gangs uh, that, that are covering like drugs, prostitution. And transportation. <laughs> and transportation. Transportation, yes. Yeah. And yeah. that transportation, what usually was, it goes from here to Philly. Here to Boston. Boston, mm-hmm. Atlantic City. Yeah, Atlantic City is a big mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then Asians love to gamble, right? But that also right. controls um, the dollar vans that yeah. go from Chinatown mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Flushing, Flushing to Brooklyn, Brooklyn to. Terrible! I've been on Manhattan. those. Holy shit, man! The, those yeah. are scary. The interborough yeah. buses. Those yeah. drivers are crazy. They're crazy, but it's cheap, and you know, it's, it's, if you yeah, it's a dollar to yeah. freaking yeah. yeah to another borough. Yeah, but that that's that's gang controlled also. Mm. Yeah, major gang control. Mm. Right. So, <clears throat> all right. Mm. Back to my, my thing. So I want to mention that, one, keep in mind, I'm out there by myself the whole time. I know this for a fact because one time when I was meeting up with the lieutenant, he was as soon as I got in the room, he was like, Steve, let me see your phone. And I'm like, what? He's like, let me get your phone. I'm like, okay, yeah. I give him my phone. Good thing I always delete the text because I'm paranoid. At that time, I'm, I'm always paranoid. Yeah. So I always delete the text and phone call log and stuff like that, pictures. Yeah. I don't put them on there, whatever. If I do have their number stored in there, it's stored on That's a different name. That's real gang shit. <laughs> yeah, it's stored on a different name or whatever, right? So <clears throat> he's like, let me see your phone. He's like, unlock it. I unlock it. He goes through my pictures, goes through my call log, Holy goes through my text messages. So that's what your girl does, right? Yeah. Goes through, <laughs> goes through my emails. Someone who's suspecting something. Yeah. Right. So he goes through all that. Then he gives back my phone. He's like, all right, cool. And he starts talking, whatever, right? So oh. I'm like, what the fuck was that your about? Your lieutenant does it? Yeah. So okay. I'm like, what the fuck was that about? And he's like, oh, no, man. Yo, I think we have a fucking snitch. You know, a rat. Did someone tip him off or did you show your hand? I'll tell you why. The suspense. There's two things, Steve. Like I'm li- part of it's listening, and my heart's getting broken. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, it's really crushing to me, right? Because it's like, holy shit, man. There's a lot. There's lives being lost. There's, there's in, in more ways than one. Not just being dead, but um, you know, people getting extorted, right? People being used, right. people being raped, raped yeah. and just so much injustice. Right. And it just and there's no justice being brought forward. And, that kills and me, you, man. And you know what? That what hurts. Was, you know what was the worst part of it? Is that they always said, hey, us Asians have to stick together. We're helping our community. And the, in the back of my head, I always wanted to say to them, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, You're the poison of yeah. our fucking community. You're the reason why we're held down and we're looked upon like this. Like, you are disgusting. You know what I mean? So that's why I, I went through with it. That gave me the strength to go through with right. it. Right. Right. And a- it's like so mentally and physically draining. It's just not even all the details. You're creating a lot of enemies, man. Right. You're not just going after police officers. You're going after like gangsters. Right. Right. And and business people that have ties to very powerful people. Mm-hmm. That would make me go, or any normal human being, and rightfully so, a bit hesitant about how to move forward with their next steps. Right. So, did that cross your mind? Yes, absolutely. Um, or are you just like a, a glutton for, no, for no, no, excitement? No. I mean, this no, is... No, I mean, one, one, at that time, you have to keep in mind, I believe that Internal Affairs was going to protect me. Okay. Right? They weren't going to reveal that it was me. Oh, okay. They were going to reveal that it was Jimmy. That's why we went out to Jimmy, and Jimmy's the rat and the snitch. Oh, okay. Right? And that's why we it. flipped Jimmy, so we can make him the star witness, and he could... 
because the he fight could, against he them. could get a little credit for being right. a snitch. Right. Okay. But here's the the messed up part. Two months into the investigation, three months into the investigation, I bump into the chief's driver who's at a karaoke, right? And mm-hmm. I bump into the chief's driver who's at a karaoke, and they, the guy was like, oh, come and have a drink, whatever. And I'm in uniform. And I'm like, uh, no. I was outside talking to the bouncer, right? Because me and the bouncer are friends. He usually gives me tips and stuff like that, right? And, you know, I'm talking to the bouncer, and, you know, I'm like... No, I'm in uniform. I can't have a drink in uniform, blah, blah. You know that, you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. Are they he, trying to fuck with you there? Yeah. Because he was like, yo, Steve, be careful. I'm like, what are you talking about? Who says this? The the chief's driver. The chief's driver, okay. Yeah. He's like, be careful. He's like, the chief told me that IAB is watching you. And I'm like, what the fuck that are you talking about? So I played it off. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? IAB is watching you. You dirty as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. he watching you. They ain't watching me. Right. Like, no, no, no. Seriously, like. IB is watching. What happened was Comforti came for a meeting, right? And told that there is a case and involves me. And then the chief asked me, hey, what's up with this guy? Lee, whatever, from the one-line precinct. Um, and then I told her that you're a good guy. This chief Azuti, right? She was the borough commander, right? So she, and he was like, oh, I told her that you're a good guy, whatever, and so forth and so on. And so that's why she wants me to give you the warning, right? Because we found out she's involved also. Oh, shit. A chief is involved? Yes. So, it's like listen. you can't trust anybody. No. So you towards, can't trust anybody. No. So, so towards the end of the operation, I see that her and another chief were um, taking free dinners, like big steak dinners or whatever and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, we got them. They're going to press charges? And then when I call them up, they're like, no, that means we passed over them. We passed them over to the ethics board. And Ethel's boy just gave him a slap on the wrist and said, no, no, you can't do it again. Then she got promoted. And then, and then she, she got promoted. Yeah. And then she got forced out later on. All right. So. Wow. So what are the cases? Um, I realize there's leaks. Mm-hmm. Right. So they plugged that leak. And then later in operation, also another internal affairs officer that I worked with. Good guy. I knew him from Brooklyn. Good guy, Chinese guy also. I knew him from Brooklyn, and he gave me a heads up. He was like, yo, Steve, don't go to this karaoke. Don't go to this karaoke. Don't go to that karaoke. IAB's watching it. And I'm like, how the fuck? What are you talking about? Like, how do you know? And he's like, oh, because I have a friend that works in the Queen's office, and he gave me the heads up. So I don't want you to get jammed up or in trouble or whatever. Stay away from these places. So right there, right there I'm like, nobody's supposed to know. It's supposed to be me. Right, my uh, my handlers, two officers, was a lieutenant and a cop. Mm-hmm. Right, two handlers, and my commanding officer, and then it supposed to go. Somebody's there, not keeping secrets, right? From there, it goes up to the commissioner and stuff. Okay, so so basically, people that you know are warning you. Right, he's but saying there's a leak somewhere. Yeah, but, but they, they don't, don't. They don't have any idea that he's Steve part. is part. Yeah, he's undercover. Right. Okay, right. right. When you're di- when you're in an undercover situation, you're paranoid twenty four seven. You're How do you paranoid. live like that, man? Well, sleep with when one you know, eye the open. The stress yeah, level exactly. has got to be off the charts. Well, you got to be on point, right? Yeah. So, like, like when we're younger, we're running around in the street, you always got to be on point. You got to look over your shoulders right, 24 exactly. hours. When you're walking in the street, you got to always be on point, right? So, I, you know, I, I have some experience from my youth on um, being on point, whatever. But whatever the case is, you're heightened. Your sense is heightened, but your stress level is so high. Of course. And this investigation went on for almost two years, right? Oh my 
So it was really high. So one, I found out that there's a leak. So I started being careful what I even told internal affairs. Give me the timeline here. You said this took two years, right? So right. at the beginning, you started, you it's thought it was like, all good. So when did this leak occur? Uh, Six months into it? three Like three months into it was the first one. And then like uh, a year and... A year and a couple of months or something like that into it. So I so within th- so the first quarter into this, you were like, "Holy shit, there's some big fishes in this." Right. Mm. And then you know um, they they didn't want to go after the chief, but instead they went after the driver, right? And I even have audio um, from my handler, the lieutenant, making a phone call. He butt dialed somebody by accident. Mm-hmm. A CI by accident, and this CI gave it to the lawyers, right? Oh, shit. And um, it's on the internet now, where this guy, what the lieutenant is stating, that internal affairs is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't stand why they didn't go after the chief and stuff like that. She's so fucked up. They're mm-hmm. not doing anything about it. Blah blah blah. Internal affairs is not doing anything. Whatever, whatever. Like, how is this possible that you get even non cops who has all of the evidence stacked against them? are allowed to be out here like this. Like, how does that happen? I, I just I have a hard time comprehending that. Okay. Um, that doesn't how, make sense how, to me. How the NYPD still operates. But not right. even the people who aren't. Like, there's one thing I get with the police officers having some sort of immunity. Right. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. You know, that like police officers don't get tried as a re- regular civilian. Right. But I'm talking about the people that are not in the force, that aren't in uniform that oh, does criminal. not have the badge exactly the criminals with you know that are operating who's trying to buy the police officers right who's trying to bribe them and i mean i'm like how how did they get convicted or caught and then not punished in any way that's it just how does that happen like I'm, what am i missing here because the nypd wants to continue to be on the payroll and so when they gather evidence, they fuck it up on purpose. They tamper with evidence. No, not tampering on evidence, but more like not putting a real effort to get the evidence. So they, let me break down how a undercover situation works, right? You have the main undercover, then you're supposed to have a ghost, right? Which is watches over you from the shadows, whatever, pretend to be a customer or a waiter or something like that. You know, like, you know, some spy stuff, right? Um, to watch over you then you had the tech unit that's supposed to film everything and record everything and stuff like that out there not exposed also using other devices whatever then you have um, a supervisor that watches over them right so there's a whole team supposed to be I had nobody at all you were solo yeah I had nobody at all so what happened was after the lieutenant checked my phone right I was like oh you know what let me let me um let me go get a girl. Let me go find a girl, right? And he's like, "Yeah, go 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 find a girl." All right. So I pretended when I went out to the hallway to go find a girl, whatever, right? Instead, I went outside to smoke a cigarette, looked around. I called my handlers up, mm-hmm. right? Because they this operation started at ten o'clock, right? Uh, at night, and I'm calling my handlers and calling my handlers. Nobody's picking up. All right. Oh shit! I call my commanding officer up. And I tell him this is what happened. He was like, let me try to get in contact with them. I have them call you, right? He tries to contact them and nobody answers. Nobody calls back, right? And that's highly unusual. Highly unusual. Because I thought they were out there, right there in the field with me, right? That's what they led me to believe. 
right? This is like maybe um maybe a year into the operation or maybe less, right? Because you're putting yourself on the line and you expect these people to have right. your back. But right. wouldn't, wouldn't this be a big case to blow wide open for them for promotion? Yeah, but up top is squashing it. Oh, okay. Everything they do has to go do a committee called steering, right? Which is involves the deputy commissioner and chiefs, right? Chiefs don't like to go after another fellow chief mm. or, or, or their... Their bread, bread and butter. You know what I mean? But it's it's the so, upper brass, though. You're yeah, talking about like you're talking about like if the the vice president or the president is fucking corrupt, like right. you can't. How are you gonna exactly go after yeah. the top? Now here's the thing. I find out all this time I'm out there by myself. Shit. Right, and I find this out because after the operation's over, I get home safe. Thank God. I look over, you know, I'm driving home, making sure nobody's following me, whatever. Get home. You know, I'm looking over my shoulder, whatever, boom. Get out the car, went walk in the house. I'm like, you know, I have my gun near me, whatever, and stuff like that. Looking around. I get inside the house. So I get a phone call like 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, something like that. And, you know, the sergeant called, my handler, the sergeant calls. And he's like, hey, what's up, Steve? And I was like, what do you mean? What's up? Where were you guys? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, aren't you guys supposed to be out there watching my back? Yeah, what the fuck? You know, he's like, no, I just I just got into work at 12 o'clock, you know, just now. Like, I just saw him miss call. I was like, bro, you're supposed to be out there watching my back. Right? And he's Wait, like, you had a mission and they didn't know? No, they put me on the mission. They knew. That's what I'm saying. But they were never there to back me up on the mission. They and just, now they're acting they, like they didn't know. No, they just... They, they act like you don't need backup. Just go. <laughs> oh. Do your solo missions. What the fuck is yeah. that about? So here's the thing, though, right? So he's like, oh, you don't need backup, big guy. Whatever, blah, blah. Trying to patronize you? Yeah. What the I fuck? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Sung checked my fucking phone today. I thought I was burnt. Like, I thought he was going to fucking take out I want to go back to that. Yeah. If you didn't have those oh, I street done. awareness. I would have been done. Would up. they have killed you there? Yes, I would have been done up. They would have killed you? Yes, I would have been done up. Everybody, keep in mind, all the cops carry their guns with you. Right. With them. Not, on, not, not only that, but the gangsters that are there are from the bus wars. Uh, they're hardcore gangsters. Yes, and they will they're make me these... disappear in an instant. Yeah, and guess not... who's going to investigate that if that happens? Right. It's going to be sung or the detective, because he's in a detective bureau upstairs. So Sung and detective is going to catch the case. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, the gangsters got to him. And he was hanging out, whatever. And, you know, he was a dirty cop. And, you know, the gangsters got to him and shot him. Jeez. You know, or something like that. You know, it, it would easily been. And you, they would have made with. you disappear. Right. Well, I probably would have been tainted as a bad, corrupted cop. And then they, you know, disappeared. And no witnesses and so forth and so on. And they would have probably got the girls to say, yeah, he used to rape me or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. wild stories. Destroy your credibility right. and then kill you. Right. So you can't defend yourself. Right. So here's the thing, right? So I find out I had no backup at all. Um, I'm out there doing my by myself. So that's the danger of it. Stress me the F out. Because now I got to be out there. I got to protect myself. Right. And so, you know, I went back to my street friends and um, I told them, listen, look, I got no backup up here. You know, just 
if I do something, this is what's going on, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, don't worry, we got your back, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they had my back out there. Um, that's why I wasn't really worried about the gang side of it, right? Because the gangsters, they don't really care. Some of them were actually glad that they got arrested because it was to a point where it was like, you can't open up a karaoke unless you sit down with Detective Yam and so-and-so. You know, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to do that. The thing was, if you didn't sit down with them, you'll get shut down within two months. Oh shit! Yeah, you need. They you need can't to even operate a legit business. But so a lot of gangsters, oh, a lot, a lot of gangsters were actually happy that I did that because they were they were getting to the point where they were so cocky and, and so out open about it. How come the gangsters never went after Sung and Yam? Because they're cops. Asian gangsters don't kill cops. They know that that's gonna it's gonna be a hail of yeah of because shit because they know them, because yeah. they know it's not just Sung and Yam, right? Because like if I'm the chief and Sung and Yam disappear, now I'm gonna fucking bring down the storm and oh you wanna they're done yeah, all of their businesses you wanna are attack done. us okay yeah. we're gonna bring down the whole shit and make yeah. it a big gang operation or something you know what I mean go it yeah yeah and so, everything's connected and they'll just go away for life right so they know they have to play along nice with the cops so it's always like oh yeah you know okay. Okay, you need another thousand dollars. Okay, fine here. Oh, you need another this. Okay, here. You know what I mean? So they were getting extorted. Now it wasn't a, a, a partnership no more. It was like to the point where they were so cocky they were extorting these people now. And and those gangsters have no one to go to at this point, right? Because they think all cops are like this, right? But weren't right? you afraid of any backlash of of any of the? Because at the same time, it's also bringing unwanted attention to these gangsters. No. They right? don't because they, they, they don't don't they usually prefer to lay low out of the attention? Yeah, but they know that um or Asian gangs at least. Their their speak. thing will be, oh, you know, it's a legit business and these cops are, you know, um taking advantage of us or you know, they But that's what I mean. So they, they really value privacy. Right. So when attention gets brought to it, aren't they, they don't care. They rather have um these people extorting them removed. So they, they were like, you know what? This is the greater evil. Right. I'll take this because this is just ridiculous. Right. So when they arrested um, um, Jimmy, they actually messed up the arrest, right? Where they picked them up. Didn't let anybody know. They picked them up on them. Own, the internal fears picked them up. But when they picked them up, they don't realize the Asian network is very small, right? Very tight. It's... It, if you go walking down the street and you get punched in the face, everybody knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like a small village. Right. So <laughs> when, when, when Jimmy got arrested, he was with another girl, a PR that he was taking home. Mm. Right. And when they picked him up, they came with plain clothes, raid jackets, whatever. And they picked him up, pulled him over, picked him up. And then the girl was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So she calls, the other owners and then other cops and then the other owners call the other cops and I'm there because I'm on an operation trying to get something on the chief's driver, right? So I'm there hanging out with the chief's driver on an operation. Then they go, hey, Steve, Jimmy just got picked up. I was like, what the hell oh, are you shit. talking about? So you're getting I, calls I, from both sides. Yeah, I just saw him. Yeah. Right? He's like, oh, no, call him corner one to nine. Did you know right? he was getting picked up? No. They didn't tell me. So I called him one to nine and they're like, no, we don't have anybody here like that. I was like, Oh, internal affairs. <laughs> so I called my handlers. They're like, "Yeah, we got Jimmy." All right, cool, cool. Why didn't you guys tell me? You know, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Is that a standard standard operating procedure where they're supposed to yeah, contact I'm the main, you? I'm the main undercover. I'm supposed to know these things so that I could prepare for it. So if they ask me, I know how to act 
towards it. Right. You know what I mean? So whatever the case is, I hold them up. They're like, yeah, we got them, whatever, so forth and so on. All right, cool. So what should I tell them? Oh, I don't know. Just tell them, um, you know, um, Vice picked them up or something like that. You know, like whatever. All right. And I'm like, all right, cool. But you got to keep in mind, these are other cops that are looking for them too. So, you know, they know people in Vice and stuff like that. So I can't just make up some shit like that. It has to be yeah. a legit you know story. I mean? You can't. You right. Know, you got to so, feel a legit story. So I just went back and I was like, oh, I have no idea. He's not in one of nine. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. I can't find him. All right. Next day, one of the cops come up to me and go, yo, Jimmy's in Long Island City. And I'm like, what do you mean? And Long Island City, Internal Affairs has a secret uh, base there. Right at the foot of the Queensboro Bridge. Well, it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's actually it's, known, it, it, I think. Yeah, it was, never, it? it was never a secret. Oh, okay. But, 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 <laughs> but here's the thing. Quote, unquote, yeah. Here's the thing. Well, for those listening, I didn't know. I guess. <laughs> yeah, whoever no, doesn't but, but follow. Here, here's the thing, though. All the main undercovers mm-hmm. and stuff like that are in that building. Okay. Right? So cops know this building. So if you really want to know who the undercovers are in, in internal affairs, well, all you have to do is just sit in front of the fucking building just take pictures oh, of people shit. coming out. Oh my you know God. what I mean? So whatever the case is... I can't believe it would be that simple. Yeah, it's that simple. So <laughs> Fuck, wow. I mean, you have other people that work in the building, but, you know... Familiar they, faces. They know who know? the cops yeah. are because you come out with teams, you come out with your freaking bag and stuff like that. And like, they know. They're not stupid, right? Mm. So whatever the case is... Um, <clears throat> They're like, yo, Steve, Jimmy's in Long Island City. And I was like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? And he's like, oh, internal fears is Long Island City. I was like, oh, shit. How you know? He's like, oh, because wife gave me his track my iPhone, find my iPhone, you know, password. Yeah. And I logged in and I tracked him to Long Island City. Oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit, fuck. What does that mean? Like, he's fucking talking to internal fears? Like, IB picked him up or something? And they're like, I think so. I don't know. We gotta you're, find out. You're just playing a role right now, right. like you're trying to like, right. throw off the. Set. So I, 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 I break off. I break off. I call my fucking um, handlers right away, and I'm like, "Yo, does Jimmy have his phone on him?" It's like, yeah, he's on him right now. I was like, "Are you fucking stupid? Turn the fucking phone off." Like, why? Why? What's up, dude? They tracked his phone to Long Island City. Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, one of the cops, Benny Wrong. Wong, he fucking tracked the phone back Yo. to Long Island City. And he's saying that, the you know, Jimmy's at Long Island City. And they're thinking that internal fears picked him up, blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit. Let me call you right back. Yo, Boom. That's Takes crazy. the phone away. That's a major oversight for yes. an intelligence group. Yes. So that is crazy. The whole, the whole case was like sloppy. Mm-hmm. So now, now I have to save the case because Jimmy is supposed to be the main undercover, uh, right. main, main person to blame, right? Otherwise, they got to use me, right? Mm-hmm. So... I had to save Jimmy um, credibility somehow. So we made up this thing where um, ICE picked him up, all right, and how... Um, ICE, like immigration. Yeah, immigration, okay. because he, he, he's a, he doesn't have papers. He's a, um, I guess, quote-unquote illegal immigrant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they even tried to deport him once, and China didn't want him back. China, what? Yeah, China was like, no, you keep that motherfucker. We don't want that dirtbag. Like, you keep him. Oh right. shit! So they can do that. Yeah. So where would someone go if you can't go to like they your stay. home country? That's or why your... Jimmy's still here. Well, what if U.S. is like, well, we don't want him either. That's why Jimmy's still here. U.S. Oh. is not going to be able to kick him out because Jimmy could just claim asylum or something. You know, like oh, I if I go that. back, they're going to kill me, right? So whatever the case is, <clears throat> they don't want him back there. So I remember that back in my head that they tried to get deported once and they didn't want him back. <clears throat> 
And okay. so, you know, we made that up. They got papers done from I um uh, from ICE, supposedly fake papers done. Mm-hmm. It came straight from the top of ICE. So to make it look all legit. Right. So the people inside looking at it can right. vouch for it. Because the lieutenant was like pressing Jimmy and everybody else. Tell Jimmy to show us papers that he got arrested by ICE. We want to see the paperwork. ICE gives you paperwork. We want to see paperwork. So eventually, you know, they worked on it. They got the paperwork, gave it to Jimmy. Jimmy produced it. And he's like, hey, Jimmy's good. We, he shows the paperwork, whatever. But at this point, so Jimmy knows. Jimmy knew why they picked him up, right? Yes, because they flipped him. So, oh, they, so he's already but they, flipped. But, the, okay. but they don't know. But nobody but else knows that. He, he doesn't know that I'm. Right. On the cover. Oh, well, thank goodness. Right. Wow, because that could be major. Supposedly, trouble. that's double, what they said. It could be double cross. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's supposedly that's what they said. So now, me and Jimmy are supposed to. Bro, I'm so together. stressed right now. I'm listening so yeah. intently because I don't want to miss any yeah. morsel so, of detail. You know. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, right? So me and Jimmy go now to try to pay off Detective Yam at his um, barbecue, his house party. I think right there, and then um, Jimmy probably gave Yam the heads up again. Jimmy gave who? Yeah, detective. Okay, Yam heads up, and so from that point on, I, I wait. So Jimmy's playing both sides. Yes. So from oh, that sure. point on, cool. I I figured. So Yam knows. Yam knows. He knows the truth because Jimmy's playing both that, sides. That internal fears picked him up and asked them to pay him off and stuff like that. So they know so it's bullshit. So Yam knows his bullshit, right? Because Yam invited him to his barbecue, right? Then all of a sudden, he had a fight with Jimmy, where he's not hanging out with Jimmy no more, but. I had my street to the ears and people were like, what are you talking about? I saw Yam and Jimmy at so-and-so the other day. Like so C- that was just the front cover. Right. And I'm like, no, they're not fighting. So, but internal fears swore, no, no, they're fighting. No, Jimmy didn't flip back. Jimmy didn't flip back. I'm like, dude, I'm pretty sure Jimmy flipped back because mm-hmm. he kept on saying, oh, I can't pay him. I can't pay him. He won't take the money. He won't take the money, which is bullshit. Right. Oh, he doesn't have the chance. There's too many people in the room. I can't do it. Yo, I had so many operations where I, purposely left Jimmy and Yam in the room by themselves and told Internal Fears this is his chance right now and then they would be like oh he didn't end up doing it right so forth and so on so whatever the case is this guy is burnt and they end up using me as the main um, witness in the thing so they broke my prom they broke that promise with keeping me there and their original thing was oh we'll arrest you with them right and then act like you were guilty too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you'll beat your charges, and then we'll, we'll transfer you back in, right? And so it's like the Honey Brasco, bro. Right? Yeah, it's like when so they, when they yeah, yeah. So that never happened, right? And this is all public knowledge right now. Like it's all public knowledge right now. Yeah. Have and you ever shared your story? I share my story um, with the newspapers and stuff like that. It's out in the newspaper, but not like in full details, right? So now here's here's the thing. Um, The day they arrested Yam, they picked me up and they're like, you know, they set me up in the hotel room. They brought him to a hotel room, put me in one hotel room, put him in a different hotel room. They got the camera set up. I could see him on the monitor like, oh, you know, see what's going on, whatever, blah, blah. And they fucked up so many times where it was like, Yam was like, okay, I want a lawyer. I want my union lawyer. Oh, you can't have a union lawyer. Dude, you're right. Is to have any lawyer you right. want, but they told him you can't have a union lawyer, right? Oh, and that's recorded, right? Oh fuck, not admissible. So then he's like, "Oh, Shit. you have to, you have to." Um, and yeah, get that. your own lawyer because yeah, he's a cop. I mean, he he must have yeah. known. Like, I got you, bitch. Right. So so 
he used that as one of the bargaining chips to lower his his um, charges because they went from felony charges and one year jail time, like actual jail time. Wow, for a cop, um, and that's a big deal, right, like you were saying, right? But because of the, how badly internal affairs messed up the case, because when I was working with the ADA, after they picked me up, they put me in, they wiped me from the system, right? And everybody knew right there, straight from the back, where this guy Lee go? He just disappeared. You know what I mean? So they wipe me from the system where you look me up, I won't even show up in the system like as a cop, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Last thing was shows, no one on nine precinct. So I became like wife from the system, true undercover status or whatever, right? And <clears throat> I was working with the ADA on a case, like putting the case together and stuff like that. And at first when he requested for all the files, they gave him like maybe a couple of CDs or whatever files. And he's like, Steve, this doesn't look like everything. Like, is this everything? Like, how motherfucking no? Like, this is only like one incident or something like that. Like, he's like, oh, all right. So let me call him up. Call for more files. I want everything. I told you I want everything. And then their excuse was, oh, yeah, you know, we're still making copies of it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you told me this was everything. I want everything. All right. So they gave him more. I'm like, that's still not everything. And then he called him a third time. And it's like, I want motherfucking everything. Give me everything that's connected to this case. And then they finally gave boxes and boxes of mm-hmm. the case. So why, why are you doing that to the ADA? You know, because they know they messed up in there somewhere. Right? And they didn't want to give up all the files, all the recordings and stuff. Because when I got the chief's recordings and stuff like that on recording, when I brought it back, they would say, oh, yeah, uh, it didn't record or the device ran out of battery. We couldn't get it, whatever. Or the recording got lost. Or whatever, right? And mind you, they gave me like three different devices, right? And on top of that, they bugged my phone where they could text, send a text message and turn on my camera anytime or turn on my mic anytime and so forth and so on. But they would say, oh, there was no internet connection, so it didn't upload to the server and we lost the audio file. We couldn't rip it from your phone. It got lost. But it's funny. Every time it's something not related to Yam or Sung, when it's other cops... It's lost. Suspicious right there. Yeah. So I'm like, come on, man. Why are you playing this game? You know? So whatever, whatever the case is, um, the ADA was pissed off that they messed up on the case, right? Where they messed up on paperwork and court papers, filing the report and stuff like that. And so they had to bump it down to misdemeanors. No jail time. No bail. RR. The lieutenant got to retire. Yes. He got his full pension. Got to retire, right? Wow. Now, the reason for that is not their fault. There's a federal law that needs to be changed, right? The federal law states um, you get to keep your full pension, right? If Once you do your 20 years. So you have to be convicted by certain felony charges. Oh, so before, he got it dropped enough. Before you retire, right? So since he had over 20 years, he could go into one police plaza and just put in his papers like, I'm out. And then... By the time it goes to court and you're convicted of a felony charge, you already got your pension. And once you get your pension, that's it. It's protected. Oh, shit. So they need to change that where it's like you could where lose your pension. Where they could retroactively right. go back and take your pension. Right. Right. Oh, shit. If, if, it happened, if it happened during while you're still working, they could still go back. and. So Yam work. retired? Yam retired. He vested out. It's called retiring early. You vest out. Mm-hmm. He got whatever he put into his pension. Okay. Right. Now, oh, so it's like a portable pension. Right. I have. Okay. So mind you, midway through this, right, 
he was a regular white shield police officer, right? Regular shield. He got promoted to detective during the case. And we knew already then he was corrupt. And I was like, you guys going to promote him anyway as a detective? Because your pay bump goes up, mm-hmm. right? And now you get to retire as a detective. You and know he gets I mean? a higher right. pension. Right. So I'm like, you guys going to still promote him? And they're like, yeah, we have to because if we don't, he's going to know something's up. You know what I mean? So he made out like that. So he made out. The only cop that got fired, right, was, um, it's, it's a PO. Okay. So low uh, level. Okay, low, low level. James Yu. Sorry. James Yu. Okay. You guys might know him. James Yu. Great guy, right? He comes from a family with money, right? He has no reason to be corrupt at all. The only thing that he did wrong was he's working one day. His direct supervisor at that time was the lieutenant, Lieutenant Song. And he's like, hey, James, do me a favor. Look up this guy on the computer. And James thinks nothing of it because supervisors tell cops to look up people all the time. Normal. Yeah. So he goes in the computer. He looks him up. And he sees whatever. And he's like, oh, hey, Lou, this is what you asked for. Right? They got him for misuse of computer. Um, Stop it. Yes. I swear to God. So this is where all the... All, all the sacrificial lambs come in. Right, right. All right? So instead of sacrificing um, the big chiefs and stuff like that, the people that are controlling it, James Yu is the only one that got fired because, one, he's Chinese, right? They wanted to make it seem like it was an Asian thing, right? And it was an isolated incident. So they took James Yu and they put him, and they said that misuse of computer, whatever, and for criminal association. He was the only one that told the truth at the GO. A GO is IEB comes in and starts interviewing you and, G- and grilling you. Mm. What happened here, blah, blah, blah. You were involved in this incident. Just tell us what happened, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was the only one that told the truth. The only one that told the truth and he got fired for it. I even testified at his trial, right? And I was like, James used the only officer that was wrongly accused, whatever and stuff. These guys did nothing. And the jurors right? found them guilty? No, there is no jury. It's oh, a it's a kangaroo court, like a what B, does that mean? It's a BS court in I in, in NYPD, where you have a um, a commissioner who's a judge or whatever or inspector. He's a judge, whatever. So there's one person judging the yes the future of yes. your life. No, this is like charge inspect. So this is like internal court. It's okay. the NYPD it's the court. NYPD charging themselves. Oh, right. I see. So oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, so it's like if I give you a command discipline, I want to take away vacation days for this, and then I go, no, I'm not signing that. Okay, then we take it to charging specs, and you prove yourself in this court, right? But usually, when you fight it and you you um you lose, they give you a more harsher punishment for fighting them on it, wasting their time. Yeah. I, I testified for him. Great cop, blah blah blah. The only thing that he did was, you know, he he. He did what his supervisor asked him to do, you know, and he told the truth at the GO, whatever, blah. He's the only good cop, right? Other cops now, remember those condition cops that released the the, the prisoners? Mm. And they, Internal Affairs told the ones me. That, 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 yeah, I was going to circle right, back to that. Internal Affairs told me that they were indemnified, they were protected. Oh, they all fuck. got in trouble too. Fuck. They GO'd them. And they, they were sh- mad about letting them go. That's right. the crazy part. So here's the thing, though, right? <clears throat> They geo them on that situ- on that incident. What's G- GMO? GGO, which is the when internal fears come in and interviews you on mm-hmm. on something, and they interviewed them on that case where they uh, 
release the the, perp. the, the perps, yep. right? So they their union rep misguided them saying, oh, you know, you should just deny everything, right? I tried to warn them. I was like, hey, look, um, they have it on tape. They know. So just tell the truth, right? And they got them in trouble for lying at the GO. But my handlers were like, they shouldn't even have been geo in the first place because we knew that they did it. It was all on camera. Why did they all, lie, though? They did nothing wrong. They can just say they were following because, orders. Because they were scared. Because don't you have to... But you're scared. You tell the truth. You don't lie. Right, but they were, they were scared. But don't you have to listen to whoever's ranked higher than you? Yes, but it, it's still... You, you don't have to file a lawful or, uh, an unlawful order. So them. what happens to them? Do they get fired? No, but they got in trouble. The only person that got fired was James So, what, so what does in trouble mean? Because they, they got transferred out. Administrative, they, yeah, they got transfer or something like that. Desk work for a little bit. They take away your gun and shield for a little bit. They modify you. You're on so probation paid leave, for a little bit, sort of. Yeah, like you're it, not on a beat anymore, right? For, for a little bit, and then you get put to a different precinct, but it's on your record and stuff like that. You know, it's so harsh. it's like a like this honorary, right? So this way, the NYPD could say, "Hey, look, yeah, we stopped this ring and all the cops that were involved in it, but they didn't. It's all smoke and mirrors because they didn't go after the real people. They just sacrificed." You know, like collateral damage, like sacrifice those sacrifice the people who rights. don't matter. I mean, right. in in the NYPD, uh, the people that don't matter to the right. bureaucracy, the people yeah. that don't matter to NYPD, they right. sacrifice, right? So, <clears throat> get this: um, this they arrested them in December two uh, December two thousand fifteen, right? January two thousand sixteen. Mind you, this goes all the way up to the commissioner, right? And it's over the news now and stuff like that. This is Commissioner Kelly or Bratton. Bratton, okay, Bratton. So this goes all the way up to Bratton. Um, it's in the news, stuff like that. Remind me to send you the picture. Jimmy's at Bratton's Christmas party, shaking his hand. Jimmy, the guy who owns a karaoke spot, a PR bar, uh, fucking yes. dealing drugs. Yes. Yo, <laughs> what the fuck? So, <laughs> so I'm gonna send you guys a picture of that. So what happened was um, I get mad because I see the picture is circulating over his WeChat um, timeline, right? And he's like, oh, my, my good friend, you know, the commissioner, blah, 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 whatever, right? So I call my commanding officer up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Jimmy got a award or something for what happened? Like, how come I'm not being recognized for my, my work, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever? In my commanding office, like, what are you talking about? Like, we didn't meet with the commissioner yet. What are you talking about? Like, yo, Jimmy's freaking with the commissioner right now. Like, having dinner with the commissioner right now. Like, you know, he's like, what are you talking about? And I sent him the picture. He's like, oh, shit, I'll call you right back. Right? And so they try to do damage control on that. And then they call me in. They, Who tried to do cam- damage control uh, department on Department Advocate's office. So, so basically, the commissioner and, and, and didn't know who affairs. Jimmy was. He knew who Jimmy was, but he didn't know that the picture was circling out there like that. So they, they're, they're just glad that it didn't really hit the newspapers, that he was taking pictures with Jimmy and stuff like that. But, that, but later on, like, you know, when um, they kept on coming after me and I put in the lawsuit and stuff, that's when Bratton stepped down, retired. Took and people like Bratton, right? Makes okay. reviews. Because I hear yeah. the one that the commissioner now, I don't think he's too popular with. Shay? Shay yeah. was actually very popular. Is he? He actually used to teach um, the keys class, which a lot of officers take um, the class to study for the promotion exam. Mm-hmm. He he teaches those classes. 
So a lot of people like actually know him, like know him, know him. Okay. Before he became commissioner, so, but he's legit. Then he's cool. He's um. Right. <laughs> a lot of cops feel like he's selling out because he's not standing up to them, and the only reason why he's not standing up to them is because he wants to keep his job, right, from the mayor. And the problem is not the commissioners. The problem is the mayor. So that's why you have to change the system, right? That's why I, I push for... Um, Who can change the system? Is that the, that, does that come from the mayor? Politicians. Is that politicians. When you say politicians, well, are we so talking the mayor, about governors, the mayor, mayors? Yeah, so, so the mayor could immediately change any NYPD procedure. Oh, can they? Yes, okay. immediately. Because the mayor hires the commissioner. So right away, he could tell the commissioner, you need to implement this. And the commissioner will implement it. Right? Now, right away, the city... Uh, oh, shit. I, so the mayor's like the godfather. The mayor is the godfather, yeah. So the mayor's the Dilo. Yeah, the mayor's the super <laughs> the big Dilo. boss. The, the super, super Dilo. Super Dilo. Yeah. <laughs> but here, here's the thing, though, right? So after this happened, um, they started like messing with me here and there, whatever. Who's they? Uh, people in internal affairs. They started. Why are they messing with you? Because I kept on pushing that they didn't go after the chiefs and stuff like that, the upper brass. Oh, okay. I was like, you got to cut off the head, right? You can't, just, just like a right, regular, you can't just, yeah, just like a regular gang, you got to cut off the head. Right. You can't go after the body. You go after the body, they'll just get more people to replace right. them, right? And they, Actually, they'll get smarter. Yeah, and they're, they're, they their excuse to me was, Steve, it's like the war on drugs, fighting corrupt cops. Um, you take one off the corner, another one will pop up. That is true too, right? Not if you cut off the head, because then then you cut off the if you cut off the head you cut off the supply, right? But won't and someone then, just fill in that like job opening, so right. to speak? But in the NYPD, cops are very scared, right, and careful. So it's like if you cut off the head and they see, oh, my protection is gone, mm-hmm. I gotta lay low. So if he lays low, he's gonna lay low. And stop, maybe stop what he's doing. He's like, you know what? My pension is not worth going away. It's not worth getting arrested for or whatever. I'm going I'm to play nice now or whatever. But thinking is, not only that do we have stuff on higher, uh, higher brass, we had other people, other lieutenants, other captains, other, other um, you know, um, cops, other detectives, other sergeants. We had, we had them. People from the Brooklyn Network was trying to reach out to expand into flushing. And they're like, no, 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 don't worry about that. You know? And then after the case is over, they ask, oh, okay, you know what? Let's go investigate that. Uh, you blew my cover. One, I can't ask anymore. Two, that was over a year ago where that opportunity came up. The opportunity is not there anymore because now everything is hot. Everybody's laying low. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're like, oh, we're going to investigate anyway. And they never got anything of it. Right? And this guy got away. He ended up retiring or something. So <clears throat> that was the guy from 7-2 Precinct. So there was another guy in Vice that got away. Um, Vice unit does the prostitutions and um, gambling and stuff like that. Um, You're not concerned about anyone going after you. I mean, well, what do they want to put a muzzle on you? So so so. Or do they feel like okay, if we put a muzzle on them, we're really going to ignite the fire. People are really going to start right. So that's why looking into this. I, at first, I thought internal fears going to protect me. Right. So I realized because no. if I'm them, I'm trying to kill you. Right. But here, here's here's the thing. Internal fears is right. actually, internal fears is actually the ones that are coming after me, because I'm destroying their view, um, their 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 integrity, their smoke and mirrors. I'm destroying their illusion. 
um, threatening the face of NYPD. They don't want to lose face. That's right? what I'm saying. Wouldn't right. they want to come? Like, I'm listening to you now. But, I'm like, but dude, they can't, how hard they are they not after you? Here's the thing, though. They can't just murk me. They, just, they can't just whack me out. It doesn't work like that. You have to kill my character first. They have to right? justify the killing. Right. They have to be like, this guy's a dirty cop or whatever. Or, you know, he has disciplinary issues and so forth and so on. So how do they do that? So they were, they were doing it. They were, they, were, they were giving me bad evaluations. They were giving me um, command disciplines and stuff like that. They were trying to punish me. Like, let's say we're sitting in a room. I'm in a room with a whole bunch of detectives and stuff like that. Everybody's on their headphones. Everybody's watching the Netflix and stuff. I'll be there watching my Netflix. They'll come straight to me. Boom. Sergeant Lee, you can't be on your phone. Oh. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> 50 other people in this room yeah. are on their fucking phones like, right now. If bro. you tell me I can't be on my... Because at that point, I was already pissed off, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, leave me the fuck alone, right? And... They came up straight up to me. I'd be like, Lou, if you tell me I can't be on my fucking phone, you better tell everybody else in this fucking room that I can't be on my fucking phone. Right. You know what I mean? And then they, he would be like, oh, well, you have your headphones on. You have to be alert. I'm like, Lou, again, look around you. Everybody has their fucking headphones on. You know what I mean? So leave me the fuck alone. Otherwise, I'm going to call OEO, right, which is Office of Equal Opportunity mm-hmm. um, Office, right? OEO. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll call OEO and I'll report you, right? And then he walked out, right? Or they'll be like, oh, you're, you know, you're a supervisor, so you're, um, you're failing to supervise. But I was told I can't supervise anymore because um, they strip away my rank once they bump me into internal affairs. Right. And I'm an undercover now. So they were like, you can't supervise. You can't be out there. This was coming from one guy that was up top that would actually try to protect me, right? And he ended up retiring. Right, like a couple months after, because I guess he was getting backlash. Like, why are you looking out for this dude? Right, and Steve, so, why are you still continuing this fight, dude? It's the right thing to do, man. That's why. Yeah, dude. It's just so, because it's and, the right and, and, thing. And, and this guy's Batman, bro. God no, but, damn it, but that's a Batman Batman. shit. Yeah, no, if they're all coming at me like that, bro, and I got nobody having my back, this, here, that's here's, hard, bro. Here's the thing, though, right? To live with one, that. One is survival, right? If I give up the fight, I'm done. All right, because the the spotlight dies out, mm-hmm. they come after me, and boom, I'm done. All right. The other thing is, it's the right thing to fucking do. If they're but not if just the spotlight dies, uh, hold that thought. Don't mm-hmm. lose that train of thought. All mm-hmm. right. But I do have a question uh, to address for that. If the spotlight dies, wouldn't they just want to leave you alone? Like, oh, no. this motherfucker is no. quiet. No, because I don't these, worry about him. They are spotlight's dead. No, they are so petty and they hold grudges. They are really petty and hold grudges. I swear to God, you could ask any cop. The job is very petty and hold grudges. Oh wow! Yes, I they think you just let it go. Like well, for I the think sake you, of money. I think you mentioned this before. You they said were, people are so after surgical, right? Yes, exactly. And that's like, forty years he, ago. He just now got the Medal of Honor for what he did. Like freaking, what is it? Forty years ago, fifty years ago, he just got yeah. the Medal of Honor for that. And and and, and they were like, oh, do you want to come in and do this in person? And he was like, how motherfucking no? Like, because they were trying to lure him out. He thinks that they were trying to lure him Photo out of his house. Yeah. Because uh, they were like, oh, we'll send a car to come pick you up. And he's like, no, I'm good. Just send a, just send it in the mail. Send you know it I mean? to my P.O. box. Yes. Because he does have a P.O. box. Yeah. In, in neighboring village. You know right. what I mean? So but he's they like, know where he lives. And no, they, they don't to- know where he lives. How do they? They have all the intelligence in the world. No, he's off the grid. He's like, they know what area he lives in, uh-huh. like upstate somewhere. Right. But 
it's like the way he set it up is like uh, you think he lives in this village, but he's really like maybe an hour out or oh, half an wow. hour the, out so the, in the mountains somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so the radius of what they think is is okay. Yeah. Wow. So he was actually like telling me in text messages, like, "Yo, do you believe that they just gave me the Medal of Honor now? Like, you know, like no parade, no nothing. Just here you go, piece of paper." No, it's right. not even a real so, metal. It's so just piece of paper. so when you oh, so you go to the news outlets with this, right? What happens there? They publish it. That's it. Because now you have to understand the news outlets; they get their press license from NYPD. Oh shit! So there's a conflict of interest there. Yes. So that's why you have to. I realize a lot of this stuff is um, controlled by politicians. 